guys. Welcome back. I'm Tony. I'm Shannon. And guess what we're going to do today? We are revisiting some more um, of the unnecessary Disney cash grab sequels that they happened to do in the early 2000s because why the fuck not? They were out of ideas. They were out of... God, they were out of ideas. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) And this shows because, god damn, they're not all terrible. Now, here's the thing. This set of movies are not terrible. Not like the last set. The last set was very infuriating. Um, But we happened to go through um, 101 Dalmatians 2. I forgot the second part of it. I think it's called Patches London Adventure. I think that's yeah. what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, Bambi 2. Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. <laughs> Return to Neverland. And uh, The Jungle Book 2. Which is on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> and Hunchback is a very fucking close second. Um, so on, so to start it off on a scale of one to 10, each one, what, what did you think you would drop them Okay. At? I feel like the scale really shouldn't be that big. Oh my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. One to five. I would say, honestly, Cinderella, Bambi, Dalmatian in uh, Return to Neverland would probably be like three point five four, like okay, like they're honestly set up high. I was surprised. Hunchback so and Jungle I. Book though would probably be like Hunchback two, Jungle Book probably like a one point five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm probably in the same boat. I think I would put. I'm going to say Bambi 2 a 4. I'm going to say okay. Return to Neverland a 3.5. I'll say 101 Dalmatians 2 a 3. Okay. Which I was actually very surprised. That was the first one I watched. And I was very surprised. Yeah. Um, Hunchback 2. It's like a 1.5 bordering on a 2. And then Jungle <laughs> Book 2 is like a half bordering on a 1. <laughs> A lot of disdain. I ooh. when I was watching the Jungle Book too, you don't know how many times I was like clapping my hands, going, "What is the fucking purpose of this movie?" <laughs> and I had to revisit the original Jungle Book because I remember as a kid, it was just one of those movies I just never really gravitated towards. So, never was on my like repeat radar of disney movies yeah but i had to rewatch it in order to get to this one and then it made me hate this one even more (laughs) like i probably i I probably should have rewatched the first one not gonna lie like i i don't know what happened i like here's the funny thing like i knew i wasn't gonna like jungle book 2 but Mm -hmm. i didn't know i was gonna hate it like, I just had this feeling I wasn't going to like it. I just saw the trailer, and I was like, looks like a mess already. And then I rewatched the original, and then I kind of, like, built myself up to it. Because the original is not terrible in any way. 
Um, it's not great. Even watching it now, I don't, I don't, I still don't think it's great. Um, yeah. But it is better than that. <laughs> it is better than the sequel. It's like they took everything from the first one in the sequel and just kind of just um, maybe fed it to a camel and <laughs> had the camel like spit spray it all over the place and then all put right. it back together with like Elmer's glue. That's how much I fucking hate that movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it all is right. <laughs> you have a bit more to unpack than I was expecting. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm looking at my notes for Jungle Book 2 and it's like, you got to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do. I took way too many notes. Um, but yeah, we'll drop our, drop the little intro. And um, yeah, guys, it's Thought Bubbles again for another week. Um, and you know, why not? Just doing some random ass movies because movies bring us joy, except for some. Because <laughs> <laughs> except for some of these, <laughs> except for some, some may some may actually not not bring the joy, <laughs> not bringeth the joy. But um, yeah, we will drop the intro and we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. Hopefully we prepared you for this uh, festival of Disney. Um, But yeah, so we'll jump into Bambi since uh, that was my highest. And I feel like that's probably like one of your favorites as well. Yeah, I definitely would rate it as one of the highest would be Bambi. Um, So what was your... So going into this one, what were your expectations for it and do you feel like it's felt unnecessary or do you feel like it kind of made itself worthy of your time Um, so as far as like what my expectations were after round one of disney freaking sequels (laughs) my expectations were like below the fucking i don't i don't even know it was like fucking to the core of the earth they were low they were very low (laughs) um ariel's fucking second movie alone was enough to just scar me for the rest of my life i still have to hate that movie expectations not high uh after watching it did i think it was necessary i mean no i don't really think it was technically necessary it had a good ending it actually had like this second one was more of like, it's the middle ground that you missed from Bambi being tiny to Bambi being obviously older and falling in love and stuff. So it's like that whole in-between phase of him growing up. And I think it's cute and necessary. No, cute. Yes. I also feel like there's a few scenes that they kind of just copied from the first one. Yes. I felt the exact same way. There were several shots. That I yeah. was just like, um, that seems very familiar. And I didn't rewatch the original Bambi before I watched this one. So I was just like, yeah. so Bambi is just one of those movies that I've seen a few times, but it's kind of like in my brain. 
Yeah, like I remember it very well because I watched it a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like VHS, me and that movie, especially my grandmother's. Like pretty much all of these, I always watched my grandmother's. But like I remember it enough to be like, the scene is definitely the same as. <clears throat> And the scene that I'm thinking of the most is the scene whenever he is getting chased by the dogs up into like the rocks and like, Oh, he's being brave and he's going to knock them off. I'm like, wait, didn't this happen before? But just slightly different. And he was older and actually had horns. So it made more sense for him to freaking be headbutting things. Yes. (laughs) They just, they just uh, roll reversal. And it was his, um, it was his dad who took care of him. Exactly. So, you know, um, one <laughs> one thing I will say that they I noticed that they did copy from the original, but it was intentional. Was the scenery of the forest? So, like, if you look at some shots, like most of it's mm-hmm. pretty much the same. Yeah, but I mean I, that makes sense though, considering it, sense, it is yeah. supposed to be a middle. It's not a, it's not a prequel. It's not a sequel. It's literally the middle of a story that you didn't get to see as he aged. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they did really well at recapturing the like the background areas of yeah. it. Because yeah. apparently, from what I was reading, they um, digitally processed the original ones mm-hmm. and then just did like a extra like watercolor layer over it huh. to make it look natural. And I was like, okay, okay, you guys put work into it. I see it. I respect that a lot more than the fucking other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I thought the animation looked really nice too. There's a lot yeah. of times in the animation I thought it blended really nicely. Um, I also think this one was very funny. Oh, I, well, yeah. I caught myself, like, guffawing quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's I, a fucking word. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a word to describe, my, describe how my <laughs> laughter was being encapsulated by this movie. But... Yeah, like several times I was watching this movie, like I I laughed pretty hard. Um, another good thing about it is it's so short. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like it wasn't super... like overly drug out to try and match that of the first one. Exactly, exactly. Like it was like the perfect amount of time. I was just like, okay, this got to the point. It did what it was supposed to do. It was enjoyable throughout it, and then you were good to go. Yeah. Um, what I think my only real criticism was probably well besides oh it's not really a criticism about the um reuse scene, but the one criticism I had was the song <laughs> that they oh. played when him and his father were training. Oh that Okay, was, yeah. Oh, that song was yeah. crazy. Oh my god, when it started playing, I was just like, oh god, what is this? I was like, why couldn't they have just put like instrumental or like classical or something over it? Like they you really had to put like this basic pop song. Like, what is this? Well, you have to remember though, all these freaking remakes, like the original Bambi was made back in the 40s. And That's then true. they decide, okay, let's do a second one in freaking 2003. <laughs> so. 2006, actually. Oh, right. Yeah, this one's a 2006 one. God, Jesus. I, Why is there these time jumps to these things? It's insane. So wait, when did the original one come out? Now I'm now I'm so confused. I'm pretty sure it was in like the 40s. Yeah, it was. 
Okay, I think it was like 1941. It was 1941. It so that oh my god, that's like 60. It took them 65 years. Yep. God, what a what a <laughs> what a way to make someone wait for it for a sequel nobody asked for. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, they just decided to do these because they had no original thought or idea left. And you're like, you know what? These made a shit ton of money. Let's just do it again. Let's let's just throw it out there again. And Either I mean, that or like this is like what like students are having to do, and they're like, all right, let's see if it's gonna if it flops. You're fired, and you're not gonna work for Disney. <laughs> like this is a fucking test. <laughs> Honestly, I see that. I see that, and. The next movie that we'll talk about will probably be the the one that really holds into that because there's moments in that one where I was kind of like, oh, I like it, but it, mm. <laughs> um, the last the last thing I have to mention about Bambi is I was mm-hmm. reading about um, some like facts and stuff and trivia. Yeah, apparently it was supposed to be released theatrically, which really I, I don't I don't know. I feel like if it would have been released theatrically, it had to. They had to have added something to it to make it a little bit longer. Yeah, because that's really short. I mean, obviously, like little kids' movies, it's fine for them to be shorter, especially like. Well, hell, whenever they made this, it was like what the original ones like an hour. I think. I think like it's an, like hour. an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like it. It was shorter too, so I don't know how much longer they really could have made it. Uh, that's true. That is true. I mean, because then I think about it, and then there's movies like, which shocks me to this, to this day, because I actually really like this movie, but the 2011 Winnie the Pooh movie that they made, <laughs> yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. But when I watch that, if you don't count its credits, the movie mm-hmm. is only like 53 minutes. Really? And I'm like, this was released theatrically. <laughs> Little kids' movies weren't really that long, though. Like, I don't remember them being as long as they are now. That is true. That is true. Because now you can't find a kids' movie that's, like, less than an hour and a half. half oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're all long as shit. Like, is it because our attention... Like, in The Incredibles alone, Incredibles 2 was oh my God. two hours long. Yeah. That is true. That is true. So, I don't know. And on, it may be because they're not making it for the kids anymore. I swear they're making them, like, strictly for the adults. Oh, yeah. Especially The but, Incredibles. Like, Oh, the Incredib- well, Incredibles <laughs> 2 was entirely the adults. Like, I yeah. probably was the most excited watching that with my nieces and nephews. I <laughs> was thrilled. And, of course, like, my niece was terrified of Screen Slaver. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're clearly going to be like me, and we're never watching horror movies, and that's okay. <laughs> you're like, and I am completely okay with that, my non-horror buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah, yeah but kids' movies were definitely not that long, so I'm I'm honestly not surprised, but I'm also a little surprised that really any of the sequels ended up needing to be theatrical releases ever. I know. We I know. Really didn't. A, this is a straight VSA like VHS moment here. Yeah, DVD. yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I feel like Bambi, the set, the Bambi two works as a direct to video movie. Yeah, and it's fine. The and way it's it not is. a bad one either. Like it's it was even rated one. high. Yeah, yeah, it was. Which I was, I was also very shocked there too because I thought it was going to have like the lowest fucking rating. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's not that bad, but. It's so funny to me how it was actually 
um, suggested that it was going to be theatrical release here, but it mm-hmm. was released theatrically international. Oh. So in China, uh, where else did they release it? Oh, shit, I forgot. Some parts of Europe. It was released theatrically, and it actually, it actually made decent money. Good apparently. You know what? Yeah. Go off, Bambi 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think they said, like, the return, like, converted to U.S. was, like, around $45 million. And I'm just like, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot if you think about it. Yeah. But, because, I mean, our money is, like, you know, worth a lot more, of course. But it's... I I personally think it's fine as a direct-to-video movie. Yeah. It works in the way it did. Um, now on to our second favorite, which is probably... I don't know if that still falls for you, but Return to Neverland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That, that's about right. Return to Neverland, I saw it once, and it was when it came out. I, don't I had think... actually never seen it. See, that's the thing. There's a lot of people that haven't actually seen it. They probably know it existed. I don't even think I knew it existed. You didn't know it existed. Oh, shit. No, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, though. Peter Pan, like, the actual animated one, the original, I have maybe seen that once or twice. Okay. Because I grew up with Hook existing oh yeah Hook is so, so that was my peter pan was hook or if i even go back further than that i don't know i remember it so distinctly but i cannot i can never find it like looking it up uh is the peter pan that was like it was done on stage but it oh, was recorded yes i know what you're talking about it's the oh god who was in it it was a it was a woman that played peter pan yeah, it was a woman um, that played Peter Pan, which I also did not know that until I was an adult. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a lady. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, whatever. But um, I had those two growing up that I don't think I ever watched the animated version because I had those two live action versions. Okay. So. And here's the funny thing about that is that I'm completely different. Oh. I grew up with the animated one and that stage one. So, like, I knew Hook existed. Yeah. And I think I may have had seen part of it, but I actually didn't watch it until, like, years later. (gasps) Man, your childhood was missing out because (laughs) me and that movie. Then freaking, like, oh, my God, what was his fucking name? Hold up. I'm going to look it up because it's going to bug me because this was like <laughs> one of like my little kid like awakenings to being like, oh, my God, this man is just amazing. Freaking Rufio. Oh, I thought he was oh. so dreamy. Oh, wait. <laughs> and now he's the oh. fucking I find out that he's the, like the voice of like Zuko and uh, <laughs> Aang, the last airbender. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I Wait, love him. <laughs> uh, Dante Basco, right? Yes, 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 that's his name. Oh my god! And I remember. Here's the funny thing. I was, I was introduced to him. When was it? American Dragon, Jake Long. That show that was on Disney Channel. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah, he's the voice of him too. And I loved that show. And Jake Long was. I have no shame in this now as an adult. Jake Long. <laughs> 
was <laughs> one of those cartoon characters that I had a crush on. What? There were many. With, like animators that are just like, let's take this character and make it actually attractive. It was Danny Phantom. For Danny me, Phantom. Danny Phantom. <laughs> and honestly, Danny Phantom only when he was in Phantom mode. The white hair and the dark skin, I was just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Like I have, I have a Danny Phantom body pillow on my Shut bed. The fuck up! No. Tell me why. Tell me why it's double sided. One side is the Phantom side, the other side is regular side. Why the Phantom side is always right side up? Because he's the more attractive version. <laughs> because the Phantom side. Whoo. <sighs> Never been more attracted to a ghost child, ghost teenager. Excuse me. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as this fucking episode airs, you are being put on a list. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. We all had our sexual awakenings. <laughs> Everyone has different ones. But um, oh anyway, back to Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh no, yeah, I grew up with the animated Peter Pan, and then I grew up with the with the stage play. Um, so I knew this one existed, and I knew it was coming because I watched the animated one a lot, and I had the stage play on VHS. I do remember that, but um, I didn't remember this one since I saw it. So I saw it that one time. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it at home. Um, but rewatching it now, it's, it's, it's good. It's fine for what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, that was another movie that watching it now, I still kind of, it's, it's a little shocking that it was theatrical. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like it probably would have benefited a lot more as being a direct to video because it has the animation style of a direct to video. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's something I noticed too was that definitely the animation style was more like what you would see. Yeah. What you honestly, what we saw from like the first set of uh, sequels. Yeah. Is the vibe that that I got. That's kind of what I was comparing it to also. Like I was like, okay, this is, this is on that same level. Um, it did do a better job in certain spots with like background imagery. So I think mm-hmm. it did fine with that. Um, but it, it just didn't like animation wise didn't stand out. Yeah. Um, it's I, one thing I have to notice is mention is that song that they played at the beginning when she was feeling all down and sad about herself <laughs> for being a buzzkill. Oh my god, when that song started playing, I was like, what is this Nora Jones wannabe <laughs> bullshit song? <laughs> I was like, okay, come on. 2002, Nora Jones. Let, let's be real. Like, it kind of makes sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> that is true, actually. Um, it's... <sighs> The thing that I like about it, mm-hmm. even though, you know, like, I, I think about it, storyline's very simple. Yeah. And it's kind of like a role reversal, in a way, because 
in the original Peter Pan, it was Wendy being taken to Neverland because she's the one that had so much imagination. Yeah. Like never-ending imagination. And then now it's her daughter being taken to Never, or yeah, being taken to Neverland, who doesn't have any imagination. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting too, though, that this kid would have no imagination, but it's because of like her surroundings. Like this is during like a war and stuff too. That is true. That like is the true. timelining of it. Like this poor girl like had to grow up super fast, and I think that was an interesting concept to bring into the movie. Yeah. To be like, yes, this kid clearly has some serious trauma. And so imagination, it's not there. And the fact that, like, (laughs) she basically was just, like, straight up used to get there. And they're like, oh, she can't get back unless she can believe. Man, her life is traumatic. She was stolen. Her family's stuck (laughs) in wartime. Like, she's gone through some shit, okay? My imagination would be dead, too. She did go through some shit. <laughs> I, I okay, so I I will agree there. I will agree there. Um, one thing that I did, I okay, I've always wondered how time works in Neverland, though. Um, like time, I feel time stops. Time stop. Okay, so time stops. Yeah, like. From the, the, now granted, I don't have this, like, this is canon. No, this is just me just assuming that time (laughs) literally stops. Like, none of them age until they leave. That's true. That is actually very true. So. Yeah, that is true. So time just sits still on Neverland. Neverland has never time. (laughs) Never time. (laughs) That's great. That's great. (laughs) New tagline, Disney. Use that. (laughs) If you're listening. Use that. <laughs> there you go. Um, I do. I did think it was kind of funny how they changed the enemy for Hook to an octopus as opposed to the crocodile. Yeah. I did yeah. think that was that was a little silly. It was a little cute. Um, the scene when, because she, she like okay, she is a very put together girl. Which I agree now because she, you know, she did have to grow up a lot. Mm-hmm. The scene when she was in the Lost Boys hideout, whatever, and yeah. they took her little notebook and they were passing it around. I have never wanted to slap a child until <laughs> <laughs> that moment. I was like, these kids are so annoying. So these <laughs> little shits. These little shits are so. <laughs> freaking annoying but it's because they're so rowdy and everything like that i think it Mm -hmm. was that scene kind of took me out of it for a second because i was just like oh my god this is like this is too much but also ties into the original one which i did also appreciate yeah because it all kept kept like the same kind of characteristics from the original one i mean there's Still these little kids and stuff. I also think it was a really interesting idea to have that just because it sh- was a good way of like showing how like little, not just the fact that she has like little imagination and stuff like that, but just how much more mature she was than them. Yeah. And that was definitely like a very good moment to be like, they're obviously rowdy having fun and she's over here like super serious and pissed off. 
because her notebook got taken away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. Like, she she had her plans in her little notebook. She she knew what her daily life was going to be. She knew what she was going to oh, do. Yeah. And it's like you disrupted her life. So Exactly. No, no. Me, don't do that. Whenever someone takes my planner. Or I lose <laughs> it myself because I am just everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's... Yeah. Jane's a good character. Jane is a good character. She had good character development, which I did. She like. did. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Ooh, one thing that I thought was so gross, but a very, very boy thing to do, was the spit handshake. Ew. Why is that a thing, though? I like, don't I always see know. that in either, like, just kids' movies in general or, like, just anything that's always just the handshake. And it, then you always know if, like, there's a girl in the group, if she's a tomboy, if she does it back. Yeah. Like, I'm a tomboy. I never did that shit. Like, <laughs> my brain knew that that was disgusting. We do not do spit handshakes. That's just weird and gross. Yeah, no. Necessary. No. And the thing that popped in my head, and I think, I'm like, my brain is ruined now because of the last few years, I was just like, uh, Mama COVID would never let that shit fly. Oh, fucking no. <laughs> that, oh. I feel that like that's way. now banned from all movies now. Oh, yeah. There's, like, you just can't show something like that. There's no way. Like, all of a sudden, like, they'd probably recreate that scene and then just have them handshake or just, like, fist bump or something, and there'd be hand sanitizer oh, yeah. in the background. <laughs> just, let's pinky promise. <laughs> let's pinky promise. But still, there's sanitizer. There's some Purell back here. <laughs> <laughs> um... What, okay, one thing I have to say is as a child, mm-hmm. I did kind of, and I don't know why, have a little thing for Peter Pan. Don't fucking know why. I feel like that's just, I don't know. Because, like, the animation style does not give me that. I think it's just the attitude of the character. I th- Yeah, I think it's the attitude. <laughs> now, like, if we want to go to, like, live action one. Oh. 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 When they came out with that version, oh, my God. That man, I swear. Jeremy Sumter. Jeremy Sumter. He's still attractive. Mr. Sumter. We're all older now. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> We're we're all of age now, sir. <laughs> Where are you hiding? Um, but I did kind of laugh when he came back after bringing Jane back, and he saw Wendy, mm-hmm. and she was all grown up, and she did that little part of her hair to the side. She was just like, "Oh, hello, Peter," and that was just like, "Oh, girl, oh, girl." <laughs> He's a child. I was a like, child. Oh. I was like, girl, you cannot make these mo- motions anymore. No. <laughs> that, sh- that ship has sailed, literally. The Jolly Roger is now back in Neverland. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, kind lady, are um, an older madam in London. You but have children. I, you have literally, children. You have two children. And... Which one, I'm assuming, I'm assuming Jane was, like, 10? I have no idea. I have no, uh... 
Elizabeth? 12. 12. She's 12. Okay, so she's 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Years have gone by. I think I think she's supposed to be the same age that Wendy was when she first went. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so that makes sense. It makes sense. Um, but I still one of the things I still love about it is seeing London in that time, and I love seeing like the aesthetic of London, mm-hmm. like even from the original one, like when they were, or even the play when like uh, when they were going out to. Um, Going out to their play, <laughs> which yeah. I think is what was happening. Uh, yeah. You just see, like, the whole style and aesthetic of, like, a an old time, kind of, like, London setting. Mm-hmm. And I like how they didn't, sh- even though they didn't show a lot here, they did happen to show enough to kind of keep it with that same, that same vibe. And I was like, okay, okay. All right. I like what you guys did. The architecture, all that stuff. Yeah. And, of course, got to see the classic Big Ben. Of course. Um, I did, okay. When the credits rolled, I did screech. Now, the only reason why I screeched is because, as <laughs> my, I, I swear, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my music taste as a child, I listened to a lot of Radio Disney. So I was very, very familiar with the band BB Mac. And. They started playing Do You Believe in Magic? And first of all, I already I, I always like that song. But then yeah. when I heard I heard BB Mac and I was just like <laughs> like the fangirl like peeped out. Like, <laughs> like like the fangirl just like oof, you know, out of my um out of my inner soul. And I was like, yes, thank you for that. First of all, I already I already enjoyed this movie and you guys made it a thousand times better. <laughs> 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 because when I grew up, oh my god, BB Mac. There was one man, I can't remember his name now. I remember how he looks. But that's all that matters. <laughs> I had I had I had their poster on my wall. Best believe he was the one I looked at the most often. <laughs> but i mean so great so great um but yeah the movie's fun movie is fun um i do think bambi 2 was better yeah but this had a good amount of just kind of it's almost like being in a childhood kind of nostalgia kind of feeling yeah and that's what i kind of liked about it and I was okay with that. I was like, okay, okay, you guys did good with this one, so I'll get, I'll, I'll give you guys a pass here. Um. Uh, next, one hundred one Dalmatians two. I'll let this you one, go. Like, okay, so I, I'm, I watched the trailer of this one before. I decided to dive into it because I wanted to know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> um, I actually, I liked this one a lot more than I was anticipating. I thought it was cute. And then I thought, I liked the fact that they brought in like his little hero from whenever, like the first one they're watching, like that dog. I cannot think of his name right now. 
but like watching him and then they bring him into this next movie, like a little piece of that to continue that on. I was like, okay, that's cute. I like that. But also this dog is wanting to be like, am I just one of the 101? Do I look like all of them? And I'm like, patches, babe, you're a Dalmatian. (laughs) They all look the fucking same. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like some may just have slightly like, larger features than the other but yeah and of course he's one of them too though your name is patches because you literally have like an eye patch of a dog (laughs) right smack dab in your face like (laughs) this movie could have been over and done if your tired ass dad wasn't like yes you're 101 babe and really he should have been like no you're of course you're obviously one of a kind like and then the movie would have been over but that is true. <laughs> that is true. Then he would not have had his London adventure. <laughs> and he would not have. It would have just been like, oh, thanks, Dad, and boom, in credits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks, Dad. You really believed in me. And you hear mm-hmm. the na 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 and you see like exactly. <laughs> directed by such and such. Um but <laughs> um I did what one thing I did like about this movie, of course, they brought Cruella back because they have to. Oh, yeah. And I love her to, to death. I love her to death. She's psychotic and she's fun. She's yeah, she's definitely one of my favorite of like the villains. Oh yeah. Same, same. I think my top three actually have to be her, Ursula, maybe. Don't fucking say it. Ooh, it's a time. Fucking say it. It's a time between. (laughs) (laughs) It's a time between Hook and Hades. Okay. (laughs) Interesting that you leave out fucking Scar. Come on, his bad guy song alone is enough. (laughs) That is true. That is true. I did really like Scar. I feel like there's like shit together. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a certain tier where I put them at. And the ones that are, like, so, like, crazy cool have to be Ursula, Cruella, and a time between, like, Hook and Hades. Really? But, like, the ones that are, like, fucking evil would have to be, like, Scar. Yeah, kills his own brother. Kills (laughs) his own brother. And there's some weird dark theory about how he ate his own brother, too. And I was just like, I don't know, that's a little dark. Uh, They had to get rid of the remains. Like, (laughs) Oh shit! Okay, we're like diving into a part that I don't want to get into I know, because <laughs> they ruined my childhood any more than I already have. <laughs> they said if you look closely at the skeleton in his little cave when they're doing the "Be Prepared" song, it looks like Mufasa. And I'm like, Stop. shut the fuck up! No, I'm like, Dude. I have to go watch that scene. I know, same. I feel I really want to rewatch that again. Um, Frollo. Easily, Fro- yeah, Frollo. he's fucking twisted as shit. Frollo's a fucking dick Hate well him. you know crazy religion will do that to you that is true that is actually very like true. look at him he's over there just sexually fucking frustrated <laughs> that is actually very <laughs> true too literally his entire problem the man needs to get laid <laughs> yeah that's true i mean if he as long as he wears that headdress i don't know how that's gonna happen <laughs> man needs to take off that um uh, fucking head. <laughs> But, uh, oh God, another. You know what? I think I have to put Dr. Facilier in my first list, too, because I really like Dr. Facilier, too. Um, 
maybe Mother Gothel might be on that other list as just being evil because she she was she was a wicked one. I don't know if I'd put her as evil as more as like she's just a selfish bitch. But that's true. He's like, I want it for myself. Oh my god, you used it to save your wife's life. Well, guess what? I'm gonna steal your baby because guess that fucking flower. That flower is mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, she is kind of a selfish ass. Yeah, that's really like her biggest thing is that she's just selfish and she wants to live forever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, back to 101. 101 Dalmatians <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Dove off the deep end there. Sorry. Yeah, we did. Um, one thing I did like is how they did make a good plot mixing two different type of like antagonists. So like your main antagonist is like, of course, Cruella because she's yeah um, Dalmatian like hungry. Yeah. And then you got uh, that dog that was working with their friend. Or their idol, that guy that was on the the dog that was on the TV show. Oh yeah. He kind of turned against him. It was just like, oh, like this is my show, and I was like, oh, okay, I like this. I like this. You're kind of blending them together. Yeah. And you know, of course, you you got to put the puppies in peril, like always. Puppies <laughs> in course. peril gives us, um, you know, enjoyment. Not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, you're gonna be like so canceled for so uh, many things. <laughs> right now, you're on a list, and now people are gonna have to watch out for like animal endangerment. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Excuse me, cartoon puppies. <laughs> 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 Let me clarify: cartoon puppies. Nothing will ever happen to them because, God forbid, if an actual puppy was in danger, best believe Ew. I would fucking jump in front of that shit to save that puppy. <laughs> so there you go. Speaking of puppy, my dog started growling. You talking about just dogs in danger. <laughs> she like wandered off like, nope. <laughs> Not a part of this. It was a joke, damn it. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> it's called humor. Um, so now I know I'll never get a Comedy Central special. Um, uh. <laughs> you know, sad tear. Um uh, one thing I have to say about this movie is it, it it did make me laugh a few times. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. it was pretty clever. It's pretty cute. Um, but I think one thing I can say that I wasn't that wasn't its high point, but of course, is its animation. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think f- that's honestly why some of these start getting lower and lower is because of that. That is true. Like the animation just starts to kind of put her, it just, it starts to go Cinderella two animation style. Yeah. Yeah. This one, you know what this one, because I know there was a TV show. Didn't watch yeah. it, but I knew it existed. Yeah. Um, it looked like an episode of the TV show. Okay. And I think that's kind of it. And I, I don't know. Like for me, I feel like when you're doing a movie and you're doing mm-hmm. something that's based off of something else, you, you got to give it a little more effort. Like we talked about recess last week and recess isn't anything spectacular like animation wise, but yeah, it is a step up. If you look at it and you look at the show, it's a step up from the show. 
Yeah. Um, this one didn't have as much static animation. It was like very like it kind of had like a more fluid movement. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, on the other hand, it had moments of fluidity in their animation, but it wasn't as good as I think it could have been. Yeah. Well, I don't know because. Thinking back to like the TV show of it too, because the TV show came out before they decided to do 101 Dalmatians too. Like, oh, I'm pretty true. sure the show came out in like 97. I think so. Like yeah, I think so. Yeah, That's about so right. it came out a few years before they decided to do that. And granted, yeah, like it does have a lot of the same anim- like very similar animation style to the TV show. It wasn't as bad though, because like even. I think because I remember looking at some like pictures of it too to kind of compare. And I feel like the animation style of the show was a little wonky, a little off, <laughs> especially looking at like the puppies' faces. <laughs> a little weird, some of them. Especially like, what was his name? Rolly, the little chunky one that always wanted to eat. Oh, like, yeah. His face looks really weird in the show versus even just the sequel. Like, it interesting to to. okay i don't know i feel like i kind of wish i would have rewatched the show or at least watched a couple of episodes of the show so i kind of like just to kind of like have that comparison yeah yeah Yeah. because because this one i mean there's nothing terrible about it it's just no it did bug me a tiny bit and i think it was just because i felt like it had the potential because it was based on something that wasn't very spectacular to be something a little bit more like even though it is a direct-to-video movie like they could have spiced it up kind of like bambi yeah yeah exactly like i thought bambi was gonna look like cinderella too to be honest (laughs) all of the ones like made me very scared of like the cinderella 2 or just the fucking little mermaid 2 with the background of the people's faces that aren't changing because they just left the ones still and only focused on animating the one character and everybody else is just the same. <laughs> Everyone else just That's moved. just forever ingrained in my brain. Her at that fucking party and she's like supposed to be walking off because, oh my God, they noticed that I had a crab in my bow. And then oh. like everyone else's faces never fucking changed. Never moved, but you hear them talking. <laughs> you do. You hear them whispering like, oh my God, is she talking to a crab? Like what is happening? I'm like, if we're gonna make, if you're gonna (laughs) judging all your faces, like one person still fucking smiling, and I'm like, (laughs) matched to the tone. (laughs) It's like everyone was supposed to be shocked in that scene. Like, if you're gonna make background characters have some kind of like development in their attitude, you gotta like at least make them shocked. (laughs) Make them shocked. Give me something. Yeah. It. Yeah. This is. This is a thousand times better than that or Cinderella 2 oh, could ever yeah, be. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to anybody who loves Little Mermaid 2, but if you guys listen to our last it one. It is still hot garbage. It's it's a fucking mess. And I stand by that statement. It's hot garbage. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella 2 is a very close second. Oh, yeah. I yeah. would immediately toss little mermaid 2 into a boiling pit of lava and cinderella 2 i would make it teeter on the edge because it teetered my patience (laughs) (laughs) and i would make it suffer 
and then I would drop it because <laughs> I hate that movie so much. Just needed to have a little extra torture, you know? Exactly, exactly. And then to show the animators, to show Disney, like, hey, what happened? <laughs> what Did were you guys shit doing? Together. <laughs> Why were you guys producing this garbage? But um, on that note, we'll move on to uh, the. The Cinderella, the kind of Cinderella two of this bunch. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. I don't hate this one as much. Didn't like it though. Honestly, I don't know if I would have Cinderella three or one hundred and one Dalmatians two. They're kind of like neck and neck for me in this bunch. Like I feel like they sat around the same. Yeah, Cinderella three. I, I yeah. did like. I did really like Cinderella three. Um, it should have been the true second one. Yeah, I really wish. Like, it really should have. Like, the storyline made more sense for it to be the second one. It really did. Like, it made. It really brought a lot of stuff in there that I was just like, this felt like a direct sequel to the 1951. It probably felt like it took place, like, maybe six months after the original movie came, like, happened. Yeah. And. I mean, that's basically how it's supposed to look. They come back from their honeymoon and shit, and they're all like, pissy because you know oh she has everything <laughs> i will say the so- the the songs in cinderella 3 are probably some of my favorites even though they're not like super like extravagant or anything like that no they're better than i expected <laughs> i feel like the problem with the songs of the sequels though is the fact that i have the songs of the originals mm. so ingrained in my brain that I just don't ever like the sequel songs as much. Yeah, I see that. Because even like if we jump to like movies now, so if we do Frozen 1 versus Frozen 2, yes, I do still like the songs in Frozen 2, but obviously the songs in Frozen 1 are going to be like more in my head. One, because I have nieces and I had to watch it a bajillion times <laughs> and thankfully by the time frozen 2 came out they didn't care as much so <laughs> the reenactments weren't as strong but like i don't know i just i feel like the songs of the of the sorry my dog's <laughs> chewing on her toy behind me oh <laughs> <laughs> um, i feel like the songs of the second ones are just they never stand up to the first one like it just never works out that way yeah, I see that. I mean, if you compare, like, if I'm comparing, like, Cinderella 3 to, like, the original one especially. Yeah. A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes is still. Will always be the best. It's, like, I still think it's probably either one of my, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's definitely up there of my favorite songs of, from any Disney movie ever. It's. Yeah, you put that way Yes. I was going to say, like, out of the original Princess movies, yes, that's definitely up there. <laughs> like, it's it's up there. Because it was, it was probably one of my favorites that I listened to constantly. Yeah. And then I think When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio has to be another one. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. That one's really good. I still need to watch live action of that one now. Oof. Oh. Oof. I mean. That's another day. Oh. Okay, back to Cinderella 3. Oh, dear God. Oh, Pinocchio. Oh, my God. Oh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Oh, God, I triggered something. Tom Hanks has not had a good year this year. 
<laughs> oh, poor Tom Hanks. Sad. Oh, uh, well, then again, he has a whole lot of shit going on. So. Yeah, love him I to guess death. I really shouldn't say poor Tom Hanks. Yeah, love him to death, but yeah. Whew. Between Elvis and Pinocchio, oh my god. Yeah, I haven't seen Elvis either. Oh, um, he was one of the things I did not like about Elvis, but um, Cinderella three. Cinderella. Anyway, back to Cinderella okay, three. <laughs> Tom Hanks, we love you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, the story kind of, um, I, what I did like about Cinderella 3 was that it was a twist. That's yeah. the thing that a lot of people don't like about it. Really? They don't like the whole taking it back and kind of like, what if kind of moment. And I'm just like, yeah, but like, what if? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, what if things would have happened differently? And that's what I do like about it. Like, even though, like, of course, Anastasia's big-ass fucking foot would never have spit in that slipper without the use of magic, it kind of created this scenario of, look, she can have the same life that Cinderella possibly can, Uh but she also, I like how it had more character development. And you see Anastasia have, like, a real change of heart throughout the whole Yeah. Movie. Like, it wasn't just, like, one quick scene where she's just like, oh, this isn't right. Like, you mm-hmm. see her going day by day just kind of like, I'm enjoying this, but still... I'm also not enjoying this. Yeah. Because I know it's not technically for me. And the one scene that really stood out to me was when she had the heart-to-heart with the king uh-huh. and he was talking about his wife and all that stuff and then he gave her that little seashell that they picked up when they walked along the beach mm-hmm. i was like this scene is so genuine it's, it's a nice scene to like just have like the quote-unquote like villain ish like technically she's not even a villain really she's just the product of her environment and that really sucks for her yeah like if it wasn't for her fucking mother i feel like she actually would be a kind person oh yeah she always ends up having like even in cinderella too she's the one that had the change of heart and fell in love with the baker so like clearly she's not as fucked as her mother and her sister. That is very true. I kind of wish they would have brought that into this one a little bit more. They kind of would have um, brought the whole Baker stuff back into it again. Well, I feel like they just, they never had that connection. Like, I don't think they're a part of each other at all. Like, that timeline doesn't follow each other. Oh, that's true. It's, like, completely separate things. Like, that whole Cinderella 2 never fucking happened. Which is probably for the best. Cinderella that, 2 should have never fucking happened. It but really should not have happened. So I feel like that's what happened. Now, I will say Cinderella 3, the one thing that gave me the absolute most joy, because I've always thought this and it bugged the shit out of me, he does remember her fucking face. Yeah. Because as soon as he sees her, he's like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't her. Like, he doesn't have fucking amnesia. He doesn't have an extreme foot fetish, even though he clearly does, but not an extreme <laughs> one to where he's like, I can't remember anything but her feet. Um, that, I'm just glad finally got fucking answered. Because I was like, how does he not know what she looks like? Like, have all the girls come to the fucking castle and just look at them. Why are you having people just go around trying to find all these people? No, everyone you invited, make them come back. Yeah, that is true. It's over, but... 
that, that part always irritated me. I'm just like, why are we doing this the hard way? Like, why? Why? Why are we doing this the fucking hard way? I mean, it's you know, it's supposed to build story development, <laughs> quote oh, unquote. Whatever story, story development, development, my ass. I know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I do like how it's obviously clear. Like he he knows her. He, that's yeah. the reason why he fell in love with her at the ball the first time. Yeah, exactly. they had their, they like, had their walk in the just, garden. Yeah. So, I mean, you you can't like that's where this movie kind of made sense. You can't just take true love and just be like, boop, okay, bye. You know, Everything, no, yeah, no, doesn't work that way. Sorry. When someone's in true love, they fucking know they're not stupid. Um. I did like how the mice. I don't get me wrong. I like the mice, but I did like how the mice did not play a huge, huge part in the third one. <laughs> because yes. I was like, I can't. I don't know if I can do this again. Because the second one, there was too much. Was oh, 100%. way too much. Hundred percent. Um. One thing I will say that was actually nightmarish and kind of terrifying was turning Lucifer into a man. Oh, yeah. That was fucking weird. That was so freaking weird. Like, I I don't even think he said anything. Well, yeah, I think he said one word, and I remember what it was. Did he? Yeah, I think he spoke one word, and it was creepy. I was just like, I do not. No. Want to see Lucifer yes. as a man, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but to see him driving a like horse-driven carriage with like this creepy grin on his face, looking like some kind of like psychotic escaped convict. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I'm here for this part. <laughs> I was like, this part's a little weird. Yeah. But um uh one thing I did and I did wish they would have touched a little more on was remember on the second one how we mentioned how Drizella like I know it's not supposed to exist in this timeline, but Drizella had kind of like that itsy bitsy little like moment towards the end. I kind of oh yeah yeah where she's like watching her sister be happy with the baker yeah yeah like I kind of wish they would have given her a little bit more of that too here because she would have seen like even if her sister was dressed up as Cinderella like disguised as Cinderella excuse me um they were watching from the sidelines like I feel like you could have given Drizella like a little bit more to where she was like okay like. I want this. Like, my mother is a little power hungry, and I don't know about it. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to get out I'm of the end. I'm telling you, she's too much. Like, I think Drizella is just too much like the mom. But that's why, like, I think she never has, like, a true, like, pull-away moment like uh, Anastasia does. Which that's I find true. really interesting. I don't know why Anastasia seems to be the one that they, like, hook on to. For being the one to have a change of heart, because obviously they did it in the second one, and now they're doing it in this third one. So I don't know. I find it very odd. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, here's the thing. Like, no offense to her or anything like that, but she's kind of like the ditz, like Anastasia's kind of like the ditzier one. Oh, yeah. So I feel like with her being kind of like the ditzier one, I feel like she's the one that's caught in the most, like, backlash from her family. So... She kind of would be like the next Cinderella if it wasn't for the fact that Cinderella existed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she would have been the one to break away and be like, you know, let me go find a man of my own and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But, I mean, and one thing I will say is when they were, when they started rolling the credits, if you look very closely, there's actually this panning shot and you can see um, a painting of Anastasia with a baker. And now, oh, really? Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they're still trying to acknowledge that, or if they're trying to make it seem like this is what happens for her future, kind of thing. Maybe. Maybe the timeline's just backwards. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Huh. I mean, maybe it's possible. I mean, I, I really, God, I really hate Cinderella too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really wish that one didn't exist. I wish they would have just done this one and just expanded on everyone and then just let it be. Everyone would have been happy. Let it rest. Let it die. (laughs) (sighs) But I mean, and then the end credits we get, uh, randomly Hayden Penetere singing a song. And I was just like, Oh yeah. I died. Did not even know that. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, she was on that country show. I can't remember what it was called. Nashville? Nashville, um, I think. Yeah. I knew that she could sing. Cause I, I want to say there's something else I saw her in, too, other than Nashville. But, yeah. Yeah, the only things that ever come to my mind whenever I think of her is either Scream 4. <laughs> okay. Um, the Bring It On sequel. I say it's bring it on for me is the one I always think of and the crumping scene. I just can't get past. <laughs> it's one of the best things on the internet. <laughs> oh my God. It pisses me off. I'm just like, why'd they have to make the white girl do that? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough. That was definitely rough. Um, and the other thing that sticks out is ice princess. I don't know if you remember that movie, about the figure skaters, she played the, the main girl. So I was just like, yeah. I I always picture her as playing like a mean girl somewhere. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, she did the song from the end of, for the end of the movie, and I was just like, interesting. Okay, all right. I see you, Disney. I see you trying to step it up a little bit. Um, but Cinderella three is definitely. It's, all. It's a lot better than the next one. Uh, which one? Punch, punch back two. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I think this is like my, my my little mermaid of this little section. Okay. I just I, it just upset me. The storyline of it just upset me. The only reason here we go, folks. The only reason I'm gonna sit up in my fucking chair for this. The only goddamn reason they decided to make this one. I swear is just. So people were like, ah, hunchbacks all alone. And they're like, here, let's give them a love interest. And it irks my soul. And I don't know why it irks me so much. I think, I think it is because. So for those of you who have never seen it, apparently 
they decide to let him have a love interest because she is now, a, oh, guess what? Another like circus person. Or I guess not, not technically circus. What is it even considered in this? I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> but, like, but I'm not going to give her like, kind of gratification. No, like they have another circus person or like not technically gypsy person, but anyway, so she like is working for this guy who was like, Oh, we're going to steal the bills. I need you to go talk to this hunchback and like convince him to give this to us or whatever, because you know, the bells are like super expensive and they give him a lot of money. Right. So they want to steal the bells. And so she goes up there and has never seen him before a day in his life or whatever. And then like, she doesn't believe that she is like pretty and, you know, has always been talked down to and all this other shit. And, He's like, no, you're gorgeous, da da da, like doting on her and everything. And then she realizes, oh, like he's beautiful on the inside. But I'm like, hold up, you mean to tell me that they decided to make this have this chick who clearly is like really pretty, and her to be all like super insecure, and he's supposed to like boost her up, and that 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 that's who he's gonna end up with. Seriously, seriously. This is such shit for him. He deserves so much more. He really oh does. Oh my God. He like, really does. Fuck. This poor guy, like, he's saved Esmeralda and, like, all of this shit. He's gone through it. I do like the fact that they bring back a majority of, like, the old cast and stuff. I think that's cool. I like that. But other than that, that was literally the only high point. The only high point for me. Everything else could go to hell. That little girl, she can go to hell too. Because he was a really nice person. And you're too busy over here being like, I need to steal these bells. Ah, he's boosting my ego. Yay. Now I'm in love with him because he dotes on me all the time. That's called love bombing, ma'am. And that's just disgusting. (laughs) Moving on. Okay. Done. Okay. I did not like this movie either. I don't know if I can go on like a whole tangent. About That's this my one. tangent. That's it. I think it's just um, because I think it's so superficial. But or not tangent, rant. <laughs> uh, rants. But like, I, it's very superficial. It's very certain of itself. And I don't know why yeah. it's so certain of itself. Because yeah. it is very predictable and just throwaway. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Why is this? Why is this movie trying to be so cocky? As if it's something spectacular to follow the first one. Well, like, again, I watched the trailer of this one so I could prepare myself. And Jennifer Love Hewitt is the voice of the girl, like the love interest. Yeah. And she's talking about how it's supposed to be like this amazing love story for them and da da da. And I was just like, but it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. Like, it's not a great love story. Like, oh my God. Like, like, I would rather have watched a freaking movie of him learning self-love. Like, thank you. He deserves that. He needs to know that he is important exactly. and special exactly. and loved. Instead, we get this shit where he's loving somebody else. And I just, it upset me. I'm like, we already had that in the first one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's move on. Come on. Like, he really needs to, like, have that se- that realization. Like, hey. I am important regardless. Like, I do not need to force myself to impress someone else. Like, you don't have to have somebody else to feel like you're worth something. (laughs) And that's what this movie is teaching people, that apparently you need to have someone else validate you. 
or else you are nothing. The three things. What are we teaching small children these days? God damn it. <laughs> three things I do have to add. And I think I, I might go on a, a slight little, like, slight, ever so slight little rant. Um, the music, all of the music, hot trash. Just, Just not nope. good. Just not None good. None of it is good at all. No. Ever. Um, no. I just remember it all sucked. I don't remember exactly how it all went. But <laughs> um, another thing, oh, you know it's bad. the animation, holy yes. hell, holy shit. The animation. The first one was so pretty. <laughs> so pretty. Like the animation looks like maybe like a slight step down from Return of Jafar. Oh my God. And it's so weird because I'm like. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, this movie came out in 2002. Came out in 2002, but it was finished in 1997. Wait, what? I don't know why it took them why so they long. Yeah, I have no idea why it took them so long to release this. There must have been some like troubles with like their animation studio because a lot of these Disney sequels they have like international animation companies come in and like do a lot of them. So if you look very closely at the, I, I didn't know this fact, but I went back and if you look at the end credits, it says that the movie was made in 1998, I believe 98 or 99. It has its trademark there, but Uh it was released in 02. So I'm just like, why did they put 98 at the end of it? That makes no sense. Interesting. And then I found out that it was finished in 97. So I'm just like, that explains the animation. <laughs> the animation yeah. is uh, a, a giant step back. It's like Disney Saturday morning had uh, the redheaded stepchild. And <laughs> um, also Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> Also, why is he popping up in like everything? Why? Yeah, why is he? <laughs> he was in a, like in all of these. He's in them at he, least once. Yep, he was in Beauty and the Beast. What was it? The Christmas one, the Enchanted Christmas. Yes. Um, he's in the next one that we're going to talk about too. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Um, which I also find very weird. It's. <laughs> I, I guess he was just that kind of child actor that was just everywhere. They're like, this is the voice actor for all the small children ever. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, I will say, though, even though I don't like Jennifer Love Hewitt's character, because I don't like her overall intentions, because uh-huh. I get it. She wanted to... <sighs> no, actually, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> it was supposed... <laughs> I think it was supposed to be, like, his love interest, but... Even in the end, like even though she stayed with him and all that stuff, it still just looks like they're just friends hanging out and I mean they had the a bells. kiss. Eh, I don't really count that as anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, if she doesn't like if she's not like super affectionate towards him, which I feel like he needs, she just looks like I mean, she just put him in the friend zone. Yeah. Which maybe that that's that's what happened to him in the last movie. 
Yeah, exactly. Rehashing out yeah, old freaking... ideas. Exactly. Well, that's all these fucking are. That's all, that's <laughs> all they are. It's just rehashing old ideas. Um, the last thing I have to say about this, the original one, I really, really like the original Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's such a good movie. Oh, yeah. I was never a fan of the Gargoyles, even in that one. Really? I found them incredibly annoying sometimes. This huh. one, it was like they took that level of annoying and bumped it up to 100. Because yeah, but that's, that's the theme of these side characters in the second movie. Ooh. Every time they open their mouth, I was like, why are you here? <laughs> like, can you guys go sentient again, please? Like, can we not have you talk anymore? Because <laughs> I am not here for it. And, I, you know, I did, I do agree. Bringing back pretty much all of the original cast. I mean, they obviously did, because I guess it was since it was made in 97. Yeah. They were able to. Um, yeah. But they brought back Demi Moore, Kevin Klein, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hulse, who played uh, Quasimodo. And I'm just like, okay, okay. Um, one thing I can say about Tom Hulse is he actually sings for both movies. Yeah. You can hear it between the two, because I've listened to his, like, I Want song from the first one, which I don't know why I just blanked on the name of it, but I'm picturing it in my mind of the scene. Um, If you're listening to his his singing in both movies, maybe it was the audio mix, I don't know. He sounded like he really was not giving it his all here, and I do not blame him, because the shit they gave him... I would also botch all of that as well on purpose. But then again, you know, it's a paycheck. So I I don't know, kind of on the fence there. But yeah, this movie was a mess. It's a hot mess. Just shouldn't um, have happened. Shouldn't. They should have let this one rest. Really should not have happened. And it's so predictable. Like, the whole storyline. Like, you're just watching it. And I know. I get it. These movies aren't for us. It's it's for an age group that is much younger than we are. But I'm just like, it... That even then... fucking looking for all of this. <laughs> exactly. Like, this this feels like another one of those movies that where I'm kind of like Little Mermaid 2. Where it just feels like... I get you're made for a certain age group, but don't meander around and pander to this age group and make them make this age group look dumb. Like they don't know yeah, what they're talking say, about. This age group isn't stupid though. Yeah. And they just decided to get lazy with it and they're like, ah, oh, they're little kids, they won't care. Yeah. And I feel like Tiny Me probably would have watched these it may be the biggest point as to why I didn't watch them, honestly. Like, I may have saw things for them, but I was like, eh. Like, the original's where it's at because it has more of my interest and they probably could have done better if they would have caught the kids' interest. Yeah. Granted, in time of whenever, like, obviously some of the year gaps are way bigger with the majority of these and some, but... Yeah, that's true. I don't know. They just let it flop. They allowed it to flop, and it's their own damn fault. <laughs> yeah, that is their own damn fault. <laughs> um, 
so the last one that we're gonna mention. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be my tangent, <laughs> my whole rant. Here you go. I'm ready. I'm here for it. Um, is the Jungle Book two? Um, for those of you that don't know, this is the direct, literal direct sequel. Um, to the 1967, I believe, um, anime movie, The Jungle Book, which I also don't really care for. And I know there's a lot of people that do love The Jungle Book. I haven't even watched the live action one because I was never very fond of the animated one. (laughs) Yeah, you're not missing much on that. That, yeah, I've heard a lot of mixed stuff. People are just like, oh, (laughs) it's fantastic. Oh, it's, it's okay. (laughs) Um, it, even rewatching the original one now to prepare myself for this one, I don't think it's that good. I don't know why it's considered one of Disney's classics because, in my opinion, it's not a classic. It is just a Disney anime movie that just happened to happen in the '60s, and I feel yeah. like it was kind of leaning into that time of. It was like the beginning of the end for a while <laughs> of Disney movies. Um, not not saying that the Aristocats is bad. I do really like the Aristocats. <gasps> I say the Aristocats is gay. I love that one. I love the Aristocats. It's so good, and I feel like it unfortunately falls in that in that time period of where Disney was like didn't know what to do, and. Yeah. Then we had we had a lot of live action between the sixties and the seventies and the early eighties. So it was it was a very weird time. Um, I personally think the Black Cauldron was pretty good. Um, it's nothing spectacular, but I did think it was good for what it was. It's it's very dark, so I I understand why it wasn't beloved. Yeah. Um. But you know, then we got their return to form in '89 with um, Little Mermaid. Yeah. But rewatching the original Jungle Book, I realized if it wasn't for and I'm one song, and no, the song is not Bare Necessities. I still don't really like that song. Um, it's I want to be like you. Oh, well, yeah. That song, to me, is the best song from the whole movie. <laughs> um, they excluded it from this one. They focused on Bare Necessities, and they sang Bare Necessities five fucking times. I say a fucking bajillion times. And I was like, why are we singing this again? Remind me. Because... That's the one that everyone has the most connection to, which I find insane. It's so weird. Like, it's a okay song. It's not great. And then to have them re-sing it, and I, don't get me wrong, I love John Goodman. <laughs> to hear him recreate Phil Harris, but really recreate Phil Harris was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I want to hear John Goodman be John Goodman. I don't want to hear. Yeah. I don't want to hear him as like a cool cat, like Phil Harris, going like, "Yeah, <laughs> man." Like, 
he's jiving, brother. And I'm just like, "Mm -mm. no, (laughs) no, sir. No, sir. This is not what we do here. Um, And then we got these terrible songs that they added. They added this. There was a song that Mowgli sang at the beginning about missing the jungle beat. And I was just like, God, this is terrible. (laughs) And every time I heard Haley Joe Osmond go, yeah, man. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I I felt like I need to watch the sixth sense or secondhand lions again. Cause this is where he was at top form. (laughs) 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 But, um, Another thing is the inconsistency with the voice acting. The one that played her little brother. Yeah. I don't even know the characters' names. I just know Mowgli Baloo. Uh Shere Khan, I think was the tiger's name. Um uh-huh. The inconsistency Essentially like her stepsister and stepbrother. Yeah. Is Mowgli. Okay. Okay. There we go. Um, it's kind of bugged me because there was times where you can tell like the actor was very young, so he's probably like maybe five or six, and oh, you can okay. hear them like kind of like slurring their words and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there was times where you'd hear them talk, and it's just like, like a like a maybe like a ten, eleven year old kid, and I'm just like. If you've already Yeah, it was Go ahead. It was definitely very inconsistent, like the kid keeping the I, I don't obviously with like someone they can't they do. They'll pick someone who's actually that age and get them to like read the lines and stuff and it, you know, it, it makes sense, it fits. But I think they may have chose someone who was a little bit older, trying to act younger. Yeah. And it never like stuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like, if you're going to present this child as obviously being probably, like, five and having the, you know, the speech of, like, a five-year-old or six-year-old, whatever, don't switch it up. <laughs> like, st- yeah. it's like stick, to, stick to what you just gave us initially. And, you know, then, like, keep it, keep it that way. Um... The side characters were all bland. So bland. Side characters were side characters. Were <laughs> the blandest side characters you can possibly think of. Um, one of my notes right here is <laughs> I said Baloo's dumbass led Shere Khan <laughs> to the village knowing that he has it out for Mowgli. Which he did. For real though. He was just like, eh. He actually did. And uh, no repercussions. No, you know, no, like, Baloo. Like, you just led this giant fucking tiger into a village of, like, a whole bunch of people. Human people. Even though he's out for me, there's a whole bunch of people here, too. You just put everyone in fucking danger. No, of course not. It's just, like, they just run for their lives. And Baloo's like, yeah, man, like, let me come save you again. Let me just fucking, like, drum around and be an idiot. And... Um, the vultures. Oh yeah, the vultures. Oh my god, 
<laughs> why why did they make the vultures British but like Cockney British? <laughs> like they made them sound like the Beatles when they had when they talked. And I'm just like, why are they making them sound like John, Paul, and Ringo? <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening here, and I don't like it. And the animation was also so basic. Oh, yeah. So basic. I think, because wasn't this another one that had a TV show, too? I don't, I don't, well, wait, hold on. In the 80s. I want to say it had a TV show, too. It and did. I'm pretty sure it's just the same as the TV show, if I'm remembering right. Like, I don't know why. I feel like that's in my brain. No, no, it was... The TV show was was, was worse. But... Um, oh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> uh, it was Tailspin. Oh, it was Tailspin. Okay, okay. Tailspin was not... Was, was okay. I didn't personally watch it a lot. But I knew... Yeah. I knew it was there. And I watched it every so often. Um, I was more of a Chippendale <laughs> kind of person. Um, Chippendale and Gummy Bears. Don't get me wrong, I loved the Gummy Bears. And you can't knock that fucking theme song. <laughs> theme song was badass. <laughs> I actually, oh my god, do I even remember the theme song? I'm going to have to listen to it later. <laughs> the theme song is great. But... Um... There were there was two scenes. Oh, okay. There's three things that I I really hated. So oh, before I get to those, really quick, the animation. Before let me finish my thought on that. So basic. I'm so shocked that this also got a theatrical release. And they spent thirty two million dollars on this movie. Where I. <laughs> It must have. It must have just been John Goodman and Haley Joel Osment. Like they spent so much money on just the act. Oh my god, it's fucking stupid. Like I get, you know, I know Mae Whitman was in it too, but Mae Whitman wasn't really big, big at that time. Yeah. So, you know, I know for a fact it was probably John Goodman because this came out in two thousand three. Oh. He had yeah. just done Monsters Inc. Yeah. And I'm like, Monsters Inc. was 2001. And I'm just like, ah. Uh, God, really? Yeah, Monsters Inc. was 2001. So and Monsters Inc. is still so good to this day. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. that movie. I still fucking rewatch it. Are you kidding me? It's so good. It's so much fun. Um, but. And then to know that people actually went to see this because it made a huge profit. They spent $32 million on it. It made $60 million here and $140 million worldwide. Jesus Christ. No fucking way. I'm like, who? Like, why? Why? I don't understand. How did that one make so much more than the other ones? I don't understand at all. Like, I made a... I, that's a lot of money for a movie like this. Because this really yeah. felt like something that should have been direct to video. 
And like, there's a big gap in time with this one too. So it's not like it was one of those where it's just like super recent. Oh, like no. they could have been like easily back to back. So that makes fucking no sense to me at all. I baffled, baffled by the entire production of this movie. Why it exists. Huh. I don't fucking know. I hate it. I wish it didn't exist. I, <laughs> um, one scene I have Lots. to point out was when they were in King Louis temple castle, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. His little temple thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. When they were trying to distract Shere Khan. Yeah. They're all banging on those conveniently placed three gongs. Yes. Um, why the fuck you have Mowgli, this big ass bear, Baloo, and then homegirl over there, whatever her name is, all banging on a fucking gong, but hers is the one that happens to fall off its hinges and get herself caught. I'm like, Baloo's over there full speed running at this shit. And I'm just like, that wouldn't that have flown off too? Oh, yeah. Like, it makes zero sense. Zero sense. I, I don't get it. But, <laughs> okay. How the, I'm, I'm still baffled about the fact that you told me that how much money it made and yet it has an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, exactly. 18. What's the audience? All for? the other ones are at least 40 or higher. <laughs> That's true. That is actually very true. Like, how the hell? But what's the audience score? Because I know the audience score is always different. Oh, audience score was even lower. <laughs> See, I don't understand. I don't get it. I, like, it's... Sam, we rated these like perfectly though. Hunchbacks 22 and audience score is 26. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's perfect. That's the way it is. I know. Um, this, uh, the other thing that bothered me, I, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess they can kind of get away with it in the first one, how Mowgli can talk yeah. to all the animals. I was like, okay, whatever. I guess he's just been in the jungle long enough that it's just a thing. Like he can speak it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fine. Why the fuck all these animals come into that village? Every motherfucker can hear these goddamn animals. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I wasn't going to point it out, but I was like, it's just, it's a fucking, it's a kid show, Shannon. You don't have to have adult logic in this kid show. <laughs> but yes, the fuck you do. I went this entire time thinking he was the only one that could talk to these animals because he was like with them. And now you're telling me this entire village has probably been listening to these animals talk smack for so long. You know for <laughs> damn sure then they all knew that there was a human child out there living in the jungle because they were all fucking talking about him. Oh my God. And yet they never went to go save him. Not once. Not a single time. Exactly. Exactly. Like, make that make sense. And you know what? Like when you just brought up that fact, you were just like, you know how it's a cartoon it's a children's thing. It bothers me because this is, yeah, I get it. It's child logic, but don't do that to a theatrical movie. If you're going to make this a theatrical movie and it's going to be presented as a theatrical movie, I'm going to treat it like an actual fucking movie. And the logic makes no sense. (laughs) I will crap on your logic because it is bullshit. (laughs) Like if you would have made this a straight up direct to video movie, fine. I wouldn't have taken it to heart as much. 
I'd have been like, yeah, it's it's trash that went straight to video for a reason. But yeah. no, you made people sit in a theater, pay money, sit in a dark theater to watch this shit. Shame on you. And you- <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was just it was not good it was not good like you could have at least ooh. made it somewhat close to the first one if you're gonna put it in theaters y'all spent the money yeah God, i know that but apparently budget. you spent it only on the actors even return to neverland i think return to neverland had about about the same budget and i'm just i'm a little confused there too but Makes no sense. That one can get away with it because that one was not bad. (laughs) (laughs) This one was hot garbage. This one, I really, really feel terribly sorry for all the people who sat in the theaters and watched this. All the parents who probably... I was say, it's all the parents for me. I'm just like... Yeah. Because all the parents who, who probably needed a pick me up, like a you know, like a tiny bottle of vodka or something, sitting through <laughs> this, like I feel for you. Yeah. Like I heavily feel for you. Like I watched DC League of Super Pets the other day, or when it came out, and I felt like I needed to get drunk in order to finish that. Like it wasn't good in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And it just felt like... it. it <laughs> There's certain times an animated movie can does things right, and there's certain times it doesn't. Yeah. And I feel like this is also this is a great example of that. Also, what was like the tip of the iceberg for me was having the credits roll and hear the only song, like no offense against Smash Mouth, but the only song I like from the entire Jungle Book universe be sung by Smash Mouth (laughs) and sound terrible. I was like, oh, oh no. (laughs) I was like, not, this is not what I asked for. Yeah, no. (laughs) I was like, you guys just really just had to add the cherry on top because (laughs) they're going to thoroughly piss you off. Oh my god. Here's Bare Necessities 50 times. The one song you truly wanted, the worst version you could have ever asked. (laughs) And I still don't understand why we had to hear Bare Necessities so many damn times throughout the movie. And they brought it up. That's the only song people remembered. Like, they, they brought it up the first time, and I was like, okay, fine. Like, it's like a nostalgia thing to connect it to the original. But when it kept coming up, I was just like, you guys already did this once, so what is the purpose of singing it five times? Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. Someone ch- I, <laughs> someone tried to battle the fact that they had the song in so many times because a lot of people co- actually complained about that. Oh, really? Someone said it's to showcase the fact that The Bare Necessities was a song that was about enjoying the simplicity in life. And I'm just like, yeah. Enjoy the simplicity in life. One time. (laughs) Like, I don't need to hear about you enjoying the simplicity in your life five fucking times. And to hear it by, like, from different characters, too, was even worse. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to hear your little friend singing it. I don't need to hear the other animals singing it. I don't need to see the vultures bopping along to it. Just sing it one time. End of story. And we move on. Like, the first movie only had those two songs, as far as I remember. And that was enough for it. The rest of it was movie. Yeah. This one could have done Bare Necessities one time, did its original song, or its original two songs, whatever the fuck it did, and then end of story. But no. They had to top it off with layers and layers and layers of the same shit. And another thing that I hate about this plot, the first one was pretty much this kid that was lost in the jungle and had adapted to jungle life. And the second one was this kid was the same kid who had adapted to jungle life, but wanted to go back into the jungle. Who had adapted to village life, excuse me, but wanted to go back into the jungle. He missed his friends. And I'm like it's the same shit backwards. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's the same shit backwards. But the thing is, is like, if we're gonna bring in the logic of the fact that everyone can hear these fucking animals talk, he could have just introduced his little animal friends to the villagers without fucking bringing in the damn tiger. Exactly. And boom, again, fucking movie over. And I did not understand the development of the tiger, like the character development. The first one, he was always kind of a villain. Period. This one, he was going between like, villain to comedic relief to a fucking, I don't know, like a frenemy to I I don't know. And... I don't know. It was very inconsistent. It made no sense. It really made no sense. I also thought the tiger died, but maybe I was, maybe I'm thinking of, like, a different live-action version that I remember watching as a kid. Well, to be honest, I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was... Like, again, Jungle Book was never, like, one of my, like, top-watch ones, so I don't I do remember there was a there was a live-action one in the 90s. I didn't watch it, though. There was a live-action one that came out whenever I was really young, and I remember really liking it. Because, like, the kid apparently was in this village, and then, like, you actually watched him get separated from his family and everything, and then his whole development. And, of course, it was kind of like Jungle Book met Tarzan. Okay. Because, like, people found him, and the girl was just like, oh, we'll teach him English and, you know, all this stuff. And, of course, there's, like, the bad guy that's like, yes, but he knows where the riches are and everything because he knows where, like... Because, of course, like, the monkey has... His little uh, temple and stuff. Like, he knows where it's at because he's been there before and all this shit. (laughs) I mean, I remember the 90s one existed. I remember the live action one existed. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. And I think it was because I didn't have such an affinity for the original. So I was just like, "Eh, all right, well, it's just there. Like, I I just hear the title and I'm like, "Mm, okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's, it's just like this the live action remake they made in 2016 like i knew it was happening and i knew it happened and i was like not on my radar yeah i saw the trailer for it and was already like nope i'm good 
That's why I, I really wish they'd stop trying to like make live actions of just all of them. Some of them, especially the ones with like animals and stuff. Yeah, they they need to stop. Like I'm animals. a little nervous about Little Mermaid. I really want to be excited for it, but I'm scared to see what they're gonna do with like uh Flounder and Sebastian. Flounder and Sebastian and all of them. I'm like, what is your plan with them? What the fuck are they gonna look like? <sighs> yeah, they're. They're really kind of keeping it under wraps, which I mean, I guess I get it. I know they literally just showed her, which she, she looked. Which she looked I'm good. Very excited about her. She looks really cool. Like her fucking tail. I was really excited about the idea that they did with the tail. Yeah, she she looked fantastic. I was like, this is yeah. this I this has a lot of promise now, and I really like it. I've also never heard her sing before, and her voice is very nice. Her voice is very nice. Like that was super pretty little like clip to give us i was yeah so i like i'm excited but i'm also nervous just because of like the animation style that they're gonna have to add obviously have to add into it to be able to add all the characters makes me a little like on edge to see yeah what they decide to do with that yeah i do like the cast though i i don't i don't really know how i feel about javier bardem being king triton <laughs> i am a little torn on that so, it, <laughs> I don't know. We'll just have to see it when we get there. Um, yeah, but I, say, I feel like once we get to finally see it all come together, maybe I won't be as, like, maybe it'll be one of the, like, live action ones that'll be like, yes, okay, I'm behind this kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ah, the remakes. Oh, the remakes. I also love the fact that David, like, is it David? Dubby Dicks. Oh, David yeah, Dick. from I Hamilton. Know. I love the fact that he's Sebastian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's the perfect choice for Sebastian, which I'm Also, I just completely fucking, like, for. love just him. <laughs> so do I. I think he's really funny. He's really, like, so. silly yeah. and goofy. He's very funny, and then he's just also just a very, like, talented person. I also do like... <laughs> I, I wasn't sure at first, but I do like the fact that Aquafina is playing Scuttle. It's fucking Scuttle, I know. And I see it, too, because she... She is wild. She's so funny. The only the only thing that makes me, honestly, like, you're not sure about King Trine, I'm not sure about Melissa McCarthy. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll just have to see it to believe it kind of thing right now. Yeah, because it's hard for me to see her being a villain character. So I have never heard her once in my life heard her sing. Same. Oh, God. Okay. It's going to be very interesting. Okay, yeah, we're definitely going on to it. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a giant (laughs) mixed bag that I'm just hoping that they do right. They pull off. Please. They pull off and do well because they need to. They need to pull it off and do it well because I'm just... It's it's just something that needs to be done, I think. You know, like, if I compare that Especially one... Especially now with how much hate it's already getting, which I find so fucking stupid. Yeah, the hate that it's getting right now is for no fucking reason. Like, oh, no, it, no fucking reason at all. It, God, people are so annoying. And like, that's a whole other thing that, like, I don't even want to fucking get into, but... I'm just gonna say one thing. It's a fucking children's movie. Yeah, it's a children's get movie. Get the fuck over yourselves. It's it's about a mermaid, which is a mythical fucking creature. Mythical fucking creature. That does not exist in real life. <laughs> you know, knock, knock, hello. If it does, well then cool. Yeah, I'm like, you know, not that we're aware of right now. 
and it's like it you know knock knock hello yes reality it's a fucking disney movie <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Fucking Charles movie. Like, like, let it go. Let it the fuck go. go. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa had it right on the money, but she fucking did. Um, you know, and then I compare this to the Pinocchio. It's just Pinocchio. <sighs> the only thing I'm going to say about Pinocchio, because I'm not yeah. doing a full a full review on that one, um. I see why it was put on Disney Plus. And not gone to theater. And not really like explored or talked about. It was just. Yeah, because I don't remember ever seeing anything fucking for it. Nope. Like nothing. Not until like maybe like two weeks leading up to it that I saw like. Yeah. Started seeing trailers and clips and posters and all this shit. And then it happened and I was like. Now I know why you guys put this out the same day as Thor Love and Thunder on Disney Plus because <laughs> I actually would rather have watched Thor Love and Thunder again and I did not like that movie either. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah. Anyway. Away from the tangents. Um, that was our God, I guess you can call it our spoiler review because heaven forbid if you've never seen these fucking movies... I, you know, take a chance on some of them. Yeah, I must say, this is the one where actually I'm like, don't, like, not watch any of them. Just, you can steer clear of Hunchback. You can steer clear of Jungle Book unless you just really want to just to see what they would be like. Yeah. The other ones, though, honestly, you can take a chance with them. Yeah. Like, you won't hate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would definitely say, like, if you're going to start with any of them, if you want to i would definitely do bambi especially since like bambi one to me like had its moments it was funny and stuff and like it was a cute disney movie it was also very pretty and i had no idea that it was actually like taken from a book oh i didn't know that either actual book yeah it's actually taken from like a legit book like back in the 40s it was like one of the top sellers for like book clubs and shit oh shit I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just something that so someone like, came out of the, like the top of their brain because I knew like Pinocchio. Was no, like, like it was actually from a book. Like it was based off of a book. So huh. like obviously it was. I feel like it catered towards more like being more artistic looking and very beautiful and yeah, all that. I think Bambi too was like a fun, a little bit more kid like, very funny way to dive into it. So. Yeah, if you're going to pick one, at least start there. Yeah. And then dive into the other ones as you see fit. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Just, if if you really, really need to see Hunchback 2, I don't recommend do it, joke. but sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we took the chance on it, and God forbid. We did. Um, Jungle Book 2... We're- we're watching these so you don't have to. Exactly. There we go. We can sum it up that way. It's We're watching yeah. these so you don't really have to, but... If you feel like it. If you're just interested to be like, hmm, I wonder where they had this point or why they had this point of view of it. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just know the ones that like I really get loud on. Those are probably the ones you should just... You're fine. Yeah, don't, don't just steer clear of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like last episode, you know, it's. <laughs> I 
was quite that a entire episode. I was loud. <laughs> there was quite a few that we just don't don't recommend at all. Don't recommend at all. Ten out of ten. Don't recommend. <laughs> ten out of ten. Don't recommend exactly. But um, yeah, if you guys definitely do want to take a look at why we had these thoughts on some of these, they are streaming right now on Disney Plus. Um, yes. they are all, all a part of the Disney canon, so they will forever be streaming at Disney Plus. You can watch them at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't don't pay for them. Don't please don't don't buy them. <laughs> no, don't buy them. Don't buy don't them. Don't rent them. Just just have your Disney Plus. Watch it on there. Hell, do like the free month thing if you just really want to see what it's like. <laughs> exactly. And you can just binge the hell out of them in that one month. But I was like, binge the hell out of it for like a week and then call it a day. Exactly. Because <laughs> I've heard of people actually renting these on uh, like YouTube and stuff like that. And I'm like, why did you put yourself through that? Um, through that kind of monetary uh, torture. No. I, <laughs> like uh, $4 is uh, $4 is $4. And some of these are not even worth 99 cents. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah. We will see everybody next time. And uh, God, we don't even know. Kylie knows what we're going to fucking do next time because shit. I know. Because you sequels, y'all, I can't put myself through anymore. So we're going to call this <laughs> yeah. an end, the this, sequel era. This, this is the end of the sequel <laughs> era. Yeah, I think we're, we're good. I think we kind of got through like a large majority of them. So I think we're fine. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we're yeah. fine. But um, yeah, this is where we're going to draw it to a close because this is a very long episode as usual. So, um, yeah, we'll see each other, ne- everyone next time. And thank you guys for listening. Bye guys. Bye.